sis, sister, the woman who's supposed to hear my voice, slow down the dating process. Slow it down. And that is the conversation you're about to hear with me and my cousin DJ. But first, since it's Christmas Eve, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, and Happy Holidays. (laughs) My singing is beautiful. Don't make fun of me. Totally kidding. You can make fun of me. But cool points in the wow making fun of me, you know exactly who that group is. Only the best boyfriend. (laughs) Oh, my God. I was going to say boyfriend. (laughs) My mind is on relationships because that's what I talk to you about, right? Anyway, I was going to say, or supposed to say, before my slip, the best boy band there ever was. Yes, I'm an insinker. Okay. All right. So this comes from episode 15 with my cousin, DJ, where we were talking about, yo, are all men bad? Are they all... I can't talk today. Are they all liars? And you know what? I'm keeping it in because I love for you to hear me mess up. So you know that it's coming from the heart. I'm not trying to be perfect. I just want to talk to you. That's all. Okay. So this comes from episode 15. But as I explained yesterday with your Wednesday tangible tip, I like to drop 10 minute, 15 minute, 20 minute episodes so you can take a tip and run, run with it to have a takeaway, right? So this is your takeaway. I want you to understand that you need to be slowing the process down when you are dating. So what do I mean by that? For example, a message that I got from a young lady and she writes, so Rika, I met a guy last weekend and we slept together. He hasn't texted me back until now. We had a good time. I mean, he kissed me first and it was actually in front of someone who was flirting with him while I was like standing next to him. And I felt over the moon because no one has ever done that for me. But I realized because he hasn't texted me back, he never asked me any questions about me. So it got me thinking, does he want to even get to know me or did he just want a one night stand? Because I don't want a one night stand and my intention was to date. I don't have to be in a rush to be in a commitment, but I do like this guy. I don't have any expectations, but I still want to keep an open mind for whatever could potentially happen. Should I text him back? I'm so frustrated. So that's why I took the deep breath because she wrote that. I'm so frustrated because I don't know what to say or what to do. I feel I feel bad for easily sleeping with him. Oh, so many things I want to say. First of all, you do expect something. okay? because you're wondering Where is he? Why isn't he texting me? How come he's not acting like this? You expect him to act in the way that you want him to act. And it's too late for that because you already slept with him. You said you didn't want a one night stand. Well, then don't give the option to be a one night stand. Don't put yourself in that position. You don't know this guy. You don't. You can't be over the moon with a guy that you just met. It's so easy to get excited when a man picks us. And that's why we have to slow down our feelings. Listen, your vagina doesn't actually know if he is the one or not. Stop leaning into those butterflies. You don't know him. We have to slow that down. Unfortunately, in her situation, it does sound like the guy, he just wanted to have sex. And he'll maybe drag her along and text her here and there to keep her around, string her along just enough to keep her interested. I don't ever want you to... um, I don't ever want you to let a man save you for later, ever. 
One thing I know, if you're dating from the seat of singleness is not a punishment, you will slow down. And what do I mean by slow down? Of course, the tips are in the episode. So that conversation with my cousin happening right now. Thank you for listening to Single You, the podcast. Uh, and today I am honored. I I just, <laughs> I freaking love my cousin, dude. And I cannot wait to this whole COVID crap is over because we need to kick it. We haven't had a good kick it moment yet. Um, yeah, we haven't kicked it since like the family reunion, like seven, eight years ago. Like. <laughs> right, exactly. And I'm like, we grown and I need to be kicking it in California. So I cannot wait till all this is over so we can get together and have conversations like this in person and stuff. But um, you were top of mind when I was um, envisioning what I wanted to do from now on on my Facebook page and have these conversations um, because I know that I've had these conversations with you and I have deemed you as my cousin, a good guy. I'm sure maybe there are women who would disagree, um, but we all have our moments and stuff. But uh, you are somebody who has good insight on the heart of a good man. And so that's why I invited you to this conversation. So I just wanna dive into it because you were already like <laughs> talking about the comments that are on the page right now. So I'm in this group on Facebook and this is where I get a lot of the topics. Um, and it's supposed to be a Facebook page of called like single strong women or something. I thought it was gonna be a Facebook page of women doing the dang thing uh, in their single season and happy, but it's actually a Facebook page of women with a lot of problems with men. And I'm not here to judge anybody, I've been there. Um, and I know that I can help them, but unfortunately I'm not allowed to advertise in that Facebook group, but whatever. So I just watch what's going on. And I'm like, oh, this would be a good conversation. Oh, this would be a good conversation. So when I saw this, it just, it, it, I was like, dang, man, is, it, is this where we are? So the topic was somebody posted, if you are a single woman who is dating and looking for Mr. Right, what is your biggest dating challenge? And you see the comments, guys lie. They got drama, they cheaters, they have no standards, they ain't shh, they da 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 da, they're weak. And so I wanted to have this conversation with you um, because I don't agree, but I wanna hear why you think women say this about men. And is it true? Are there just no good men anywhere on this planet anymore and life is over? So what now? Uh, no, it's not true. There's good men out there. And then I also want to preface this with good is subjective. You know what I'm saying? What's good to me or what I consider being good may be different for you, may be different for somebody else. It's all relative. You know what I mean? And so I can't necessarily say, oh, you know, this person's good. Cause a lot of guys, like to say, oh, I'm a good guy. And they just use the fact that oh, I don't cheat, or oh, I have a good job, or oh, this makes me good, when it's so much more than that. And so to dive into this, though, like these comments are more so to me, women taking personal experiences and using it to create like this generalization of all men. So like, for example, you know, this lady, she's like, you know, guys have three or more children with three or more women. And I'm not dating, you know, nobody with baby mama drama, especially when she's a manipulative, insecure, whiny. Like that's, you're getting super specific now. You know what I'm saying? Like, so this this actually happened to you. And because it happened to you, that means every guy that has multiple children 
is comes with a bunch of baby mama drama and that's just not true um furthermore just because you have multiple children doesn't make you a bad person <laughs> like now you know i know women somehow just like you know it kind of shows you know reckless behavior or stuff like that and that may well be true but we also have to look at things like like for me for example in my 20s i was um more or less a scumbag you know what i'm saying but should I be defined? Should I be defined by that for the rest of my life? Am I not allowed to grow and change and become a better man? Like I did this in my 20s, so I have to be that for the rest of my life? No, you know what I mean? And it doesn't mean that you can't reform and become better and grow and heal and things like that. Also, you know, uh what I see is um uh a lot of and no way am I taking accountability away from guys because guys do need to hold themselves accountable. Guys do lie. Yeah. Guys do have drama. But everybody has that. Like that's not that's not specific to men. Like that's not oh only so, men have drama. Only men cheat. Only men lie. Like that's not. Yeah. That's not true. Yeah. <laughs> and it's 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 funny to me because I feel like and I'm not a man and so this is why I'm going to ask you this question. I feel like women are the only ones who do this. We, we think in absolutes when it comes to men because I was treated bad, uh, abused, cheated on, whatever. Um, that means all men are bad. And we have to get out of this mindset because nothing is absolute. Everything in this world it, on any topic or discussion is not black and white. It's not, you know, whatever. So do men also, when you guys are having conversations around dating and women, do you guys say this? Like, oh, women are bad. Uh, she sucks and she got a baby daddy. She did. Do you guys also like drag us like this in your conversations with your friends? Like, I know you can't speak for every man, but. Not in general terms, like not as like, oh, every woman is this, that, and the third. Like me and some of my friends, when we talk, we talk more in specifics. Like, for example, if a woman did something that I found to be just like ridiculous, I might say, man, she did this. This is retarded. Like, why would she even do this or whatever? But I don't say, oh, she did this. All these women be doing that, this, that, and the third. Like, no, this is just specific to this person, this situation. You know what I mean? And it's also important to note, just because somebody does something that you don't like doesn't necessarily make them a bad human being. (laughs) like I think a lot of times right people oh he didn't communicate this or he didn't say this or she didn't do this so now she's just an all-around fucked up person like no it's just hey maybe they're lacking in this department or you know also it's also important to note that our environment in which we were raised our experiences it shapes how we do things and view things and so it's important that we have some compassion for each other and try to be a little more understanding and not just get so like worked up over something and not understanding the whole situation surrounding it. You know what I mean? So, so, and in order to understand how people were raised, who they are, how they are loving, how they respond to things, you have to get to know who people are. So I know you and I have talked about this a lot. It seems like when girls, we get asked out. And again, anytime I talk about women, girls, I'm talking about myself to what I would be doing prior to 2017, 2017 and pre Rika, uh, you know, 
before I did all of the work that I've done now, what was this girl? And this is why I can talk about this. But we get so excited when a guy asks us out. Like we're already, oh my God, he could be the one. He's so fine. Oh my God, we're gonna have 3.5 kids and our two dogs. And we're getting so excited to now we're already sleeping with this guy two weeks in, this and that and the third. And then we're starting to see all these red flags. And then it ends up being this dude. He's a liar, a cheater, no commitment. He's drama, he's full of this. You could have figured all of these things out before you even really got serious with him. I just feel like people are not um, dating to uh, build friendships. They're dating to just, I had to hurry up, especially for girls. I got to hurry up and get married and have these kids. So, cause that's what people do. Like, do you feel that way too? Like, girl, we just get so excited. Do guys get so excited? Yeah, I feel like people in general, but I do see it more so on the women's side than the men's side, but really both is they put too many like expectations and unnecessary pressure on dating situations. Like one thing, like my therapist, you know, she told me, shout out to Mara, she's amazing. Uh, (laughs) And I do follow her on Instagram. She's dope. (laughs) She's dope. Um, one thing she told me was just enjoy the moments, man. You know, don't like when you like somebody asks you out, you go out on a date, people are all like, oh, you know, they already thinking about the wedding and just have fun. If you have fun with it and you don't have any of these like exuberant expectations and you're not putting all this pressure on the situation, if the person happens to ghost you or they turn out to not be what you thought they were. It's no loss on your part as far as like, oh, you know, I got myself all worked up. Like, yo, this person was in my life for this portion of time. I enjoyed it. I had fun and it didn't work out. And I'm going to move to the next person or whatever. Like, but people get too invested and emotionally invested in their feelings invested too soon when they should just be having fun just have fun man yeah yeah i teach my clients um your data collecting he is not right he's not mr right or mr right now you met him two weeks ago <laughs> look i you know i love boxing i love boxing yeah uh mostly everybody knows i love boxing the first couple rounds when you're fighting someone you're just getting information you may throw a jab out there. You may do a little bit of this, a little bit of that, but you're just collecting information. What do they do when I do this? What do they do when I do that? What do they do when I throw this punch or whatever? You're getting information in the beginning. Then later on, you can start putting it together and you can start coming up with a game plan and then you can start throwing your combos. You can start fainting and all this other stuff. I won't get too much into boxing, but um, <laughs> oh, I love the you say that because you said data collecting and that's really what it is like. I like to put everything in boxing terms because for me, like boxing relates a lot to life. And like you said, in the beginning, you're just meeting someone, you're just getting information, download that information. Hey, when I talk to them about this, how do they respond? Um, We had a disagreement. How did they handle that? You know what I'm saying? We went out on a date. How did they treat the waiter? How did they treat the valet guy? Like all of this stuff is super important because down the line, that's going to tell you what type of human being they are. Yeah. And for me, it's about, um, so what I teach in in Single You Academy, um, you know, I help women discover their worth so that they can stop tying their identity to men and stop being a people pleaser. 
So if you're if you if dating is supposed to be data collecting or data collecting, however I don't know how to say that word. I know we all say it differently. But if you're supposed to be dating and collecting data, you also have to know what you want then. So for me, when I was dating in you know 2017 and before, I didn't know that. You know, it was just like oh I'm dating because that's what people do. But now mm -hmm. one of my top things is. Um, I, I love to, to test, not, not test like me, maybe I will sometimes, but I just want to make sure he's slow to anger. Okay. 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 What were your takeaways? This is why I tell you, use your notes app, have your pen and notebook ready when you're listening to single you the podcast so what were your takeaways i want to hear that from you okay so there's three things that i'm going to tell you right now one is for me and then the last two are other ways that i can be of service to you on your journey of discovering your worth so that you can stop tying your identity to men and stop being a man pleaser i want to help you as much as i can okay so what were your takeaways can you like write down a quote, take a screenshot of you listening to the podcast, you know, on your phone, put it in your Instagram story and then tag me. And don't forget to put the quote there or say, Rika, this was my takeaway. And bam, I want to read it because not only does it help me understand who's listening to my podcast, what the takeaways were, so maybe I can expound on it more, but it's just great to know that you're listening. So I just want to know that you're listening. Okay. All right. So the show notes will have the information to get a hold of the guest on this episode. So if there was a guest and you're like, I want to get a hold of that person, it is in the show notes. All right. What else is in the show notes is this. Here are two other ways that I can be of service to you when you are ready. Grab my free Single You Academy mini course. Okay. You want it for free? I will have a free trial for you. All you have to do is let me know that you want it. It's three writing prompts to help you discover your worth, plus the How to Get Over Him video with worksheet. And in that, you will also learn the top three boundaries that you need to have when it comes to men. And really, people, society, your kids, it's interchangeable. But if you want to learn that, I got you. But you got to got you, right? <laughs> um, all right, so in the show notes, the link will be there. And then you sign up for it, and then I will send you the login and information in your email so always make sure you're checking your email if you sign up for something from me. Also, how else can I be of service to you? Well, iron sharpens iron. And the Bible also says it's not good for man to be alone. And to me, it doesn't mean romantically. It actually means just community, people who are like you and like-minded. When you want to be strengthened, then you need to be around people who are a little bit stronger than you in that area. So join me in my free Facebook group, Singleness is not a punishment. You can search that on Facebook. It's there. Answer a few questions. I'll let you in the group. It's a private Facebook group. The link is also in the show notes. Now, before I get out of here, I just want to tell you my prayer to God, right? So after I went through my journey of discovering my worth so that I stopped tying my identity to men and stopped being a man pleaser, I began to ask like, okay, I know that I did it for myself. Now, how can I teach other women to do it? Because I remember when I got out of my abusive relationship in 2017, I heard God say, I will use your story. And then in the Purpose Driven Life, Pastor Rick Warren writes, your greatest shame 
will be the thing that heals others. And then also reading Gabrielle Union's book, We're Gonna Need More Wine, when I went on my solo trip to Mexico. Hopefully you've heard this story because you've been listening to my podcast. If you haven't, go back. It's in, I don't know what episode, but it's there. But anyway, when I read her book, I felt in community, in communion with her. So in knowing that God said, I'm gonna use this story, I was like, okay, I need to start sharing and uh, get step over my shame. <laughs> when I first started sharing, I still had a lot of shame, but I don't anymore. But anyway, I said, okay, so I need to start sharing so then another woman can feel in communion with me and she will say, I am not alone. And now my prayer is, God, have the women you want me to help hear my voice. Have her reach out to me. And so I don't know who I'm talking to. If that is you, reach out to me. You are drowning. I have the life vest. You are sick of these dysfunctional relationships. I have a formula that will stop you from being in another dysfunctional relationship. Now, nothing is perfect and I don't get to write everybody's story, but I got to tell you the testimonials I got from myself and from other clients of mine, my formula is working. So if you are burnt out on those dysfunctional relationships, you've hit the wall. You're the type of woman who gives your all to a man and you're always trying to satisfy your man and go the extra mile, but it has never worked out for you. And again, you're burnt out, you're over it. Reach out to me. I don't know who needs to hear this, but if you are the woman I'm praying for, hear my voice and reach out to me because I don't know you, right? I don't, I don't know you. You found me somehow. And the only way I'm going to know that you need my help is if you ask. The Bible also says you have not because you ask not. Don't be embarrassed, girlfriend. I'm here. I'm here. Reach out to me if you need to. Um, again, the writing prompts and also the Facebook group links are in the show note. My Instagram is also in the show notes. I am just me, Rika. If you don't want to check, reach out to me right now and ask me anything. My DM is open to you, girl. Okay. <laughs> All right. Like, subscribe, rate this podcast. Please share this podcast because maybe a woman you know is the woman I am assigned to help. So there we go. All right. Thanks for listening. This is Single You, the podcast. <laughs>